Hi everyone, and welcome to the 58th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro. Hello. And Spencer. Grand Theft Auto Kingdom Hearts Edition should totally happen. Yes. They should, they it, it should, should, they should just totally. do a collaboration, you know. <laughs> Forget Kingdom Hearts 3 and make Kingdom Hearts GTA. The strip, uh. club, the strip club can be called Gorsh, because that's just <laughs> what all the, all the characters say when they walk in there immediately. If if you guys that are listening can't already guess, uh, we are all Kingdom Hearts 1.5 out, and we can't wait for something new, namely GTA 5. <laughs> we can't wait to the stop whole world's playing gonna play. 1.5. They should just like officially just like close all, <laughs> make it a national holiday and close down everything. <laughs> God, it, probably it really should. Skipping school. Uh, so all right. So anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes Store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Churro. KH2.co.uk. Alrighty, guys. So we have a three-segment show today. Uh, it's a little bit different than uh, than usual. We usually have a new segment starting out, but there wasn't really that much news, and there was very much a game release. So instead of a new segment, our first segment will be the review segment, where we'll be reviewing 1.5. It's also why we have Spencer here from Gaming Union and Final Fantasy Union. He's going to be uh, talking about one. Thank you. I kind of write on there. Yeah, you kind of do. So we're all we're all gonna we're all gonna talk about KH one point five because we've been we've been playing that a lot too much. Can we play Grand Theft Auto five yet? <laughs> I, I, I played it, but I'm not. If I tell you guys that, I literally will be sued by Rockstar. Yes. So let's let's let's, let's just keep, let's wait. just continue with Kingdom Hearts then. Exactly. So continuing with Kingdom Hearts. Uh, so after the review segment, we have the burning question segment, uh, followed by the question segment. So in the way of announcements, uh, stickers are going out to those who have their questions answered in the question segment. And just so everybody knows, Kingdom Hearts 3D spoilers are fair game. Uh, and we, I guess we might talk about them today. Well, <laughs> but you never know. You never well, does know. This could... also, does this also count for Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, Rechain of Memories, and Days now that they're now quote-unquote new releases? Uh, that's a good question. Because why else would there have been? Because why else would there have been an embargo on a game that's over ten years old? Yeah. Uh, don't ask me. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I'm I don't, still I don't, trying to figure that out. I'm tr- I'm not sure what we can consider. I guess the only thing, honestly, the only thing that's gonna count as spoilers is going to be three five eight because there were a couple of different scenes and it's scenes th- that weren't in three five eight over two days in the DS. The, nothing ground shake a breaking, but may, maybe we won't go go too detailed into those. But basically, if it's been out for ten years, we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> no questions asked, and definitely Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. I mean, I'm sorry if this is the first time you're playing it, or if you've been out of the loop of the, and, and this is like something new to you. But we've been fighting Zemnus in our Kingdom Hearts One game since 2002, so. <laughs> It's not yeah, no. We are really, we are literally the one percenters, though. Ninety-nine of everyone else has never would be like, "Hey, you ready to import a game for one boss and reskinned enemies?" Oh boy! Yeah, I, I, I hey hey hey, I, I did that. Ninety-four dollars for it. I imported it a PS2 and a Kingdom Hearts Final Mix just for that reason. I yeah. I did I did hold off for K2, but I did eventually go back to uh, uh, Final Mix for the importing. Yeah. 
And you find I, that that's like the best thing ever to do because it shows how low you are. Of course, that's how I am. But I'm sure now that everybody's playing uh, Final Mix, they can see just why we love uh, Final Mix so much. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's great that they're we're all fine. They're all finally get to uh, get to see what makes yeah. Japan so lucky. Speaking of which. The review segment where we get to talk about exactly dun, what we've dun, already dun. been talking about. Also, Yay. first, can we just kind of like, I just kind of want to point this out. Can we just t- have this whole review segment with the notion that anyone who's listening to this at least knows what's different in each of the games, like HD changing wise? So that way we don't have to be like, and this one has right stick controls now, and blah, blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. More ice well, cream scenes. Well,. We have to talk about those because well, that's I mean, no, we'll talk. New. We'll talk about the camera, but I mean, like for some of like the really like oblig- obligatory stuff that really doesn't yeah, need yeah, to yeah. be mentioned. Yeah, so we'll d- we'll just talk about our impressions, and if we happen to mention anything, we'll mention what we feel like. Oh yeah, f- so, f- camera was a bad thing to bring up because that is kind of a big one for the first one. Yeah, that's definitely a big one. Yeah, so anyway, some, we're, yeah. what we're going to do uh, for the review segment is we're basically going to go game by game, uh, even though. It's arguable if 358 over two days is a game, because it's not really. But we're going to go game by game, and uh, each segment is going to have a presentation and gameplay segment. Obviously, 358 over two days doesn't have that. But we're going to go, and we're going to rate each game individually uh, on how we feel the HD remix was. Uh, the, we're going to try to focus more on the f- the, the changes, uh, just because uh, the games themselves isn't what re- this release is really for. Uh, it's more for the improvements, uh, minus 358 over two days, which is kind of a new product. Uh, but anyways, starting off with Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. Let's talk presentation. So, uh, clearly, uh, this one got the biggest facelift, uh, and for some characters, that was definitely true. Like, they actually changed their faces. <laughs> well, unfortunately, a lot of the other faces have not been Didn't lifted. change, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, overall, um... Let's start with you, Chero. What did you think about uh, the improvements uh, on the visuals uh, in Kingdom Hearts Final Mix? Uh, let me just say this, you know, pretty simple. It's very beautiful. I mean, it's they did a really good job of putting, you know, the HD-ness to the... Exactly, I agree. Especially with that particular art style that Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts has. You know, a lot of my concern was, you know, would they be able to pull it off like this and... Quite frankly, they did. It's very, very beautiful. But, you know, it, at the same time, they only touched up, like, on the major things, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's some things you can tell where it's not HD, which is pretty pretty yeah. much okay. But, like, there's one of the things I like to do when playing Kingdom Hearts Final Mix is just when you're in any Disney world, just stop and, you know, have a look around just to get, see all get the Get in that first-person mode and just start looking at stuff. <laughs> start looking at things, and you can see everything <laughs> so much clearer mode. now and all much more yeah. detailed. Yeah, I would say, um, honestly, uh, yes, The it, it definitely looks a lot better. I speak from a little bit different of a perspective because uh, for years I've been playing these games emulated. Um, so a lot of the visual improvement, uh, it's not something that they had to fight for. It's just the nature of rendering the game in a higher resolution. That's instant quality improvement. Uh, but from the perspective of someone that's probably never played that, the fact that they've they're rendering these games in HD that is a huge difference. It is a major difference. It's something that uh, that definitely does is a big visual improvement. So if you've only ever played Kingdom Hearts on a console and you've never played it on a computer, which is I, I'm sure it's again another one of those one one maybe point one percenters that have actually done that. 
Um, if you're like that, if you just only played it on a console, never played it any other way, uh, this is a huge visual improvement. I will say, what they did in Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, visual-wise, it's really not that much. What they get automatically by rendering it, that's the biggest That's the biggest improvement, in my opinion. It's just the better resolution. The textures, on the other hand, uh, those are hit and, hit and miss. And, and Spencer, what did you think about visuals? Okay, um, I kind of have, like, a bit of a, like, I have, like, a bit of a larger amount to say about this in terms of, because mm-hmm. I've, like, looked into this a lot more technically and stuff, and kind of first I want to say, anyone who's, like, heard that, like, because this has been going around for a long time, like, like, oh, hey, they lost the assets for the original game, and blah, blah, blah. That's so, so bogus. Well, yeah, well no, so they, they probably lost the original, like, master assets, which is true, like, a lot of companies honestly just get rid of it because yes, they have yes. the game, but... People, these games were not remade. They, they were, were not, not remade. They were. They got a PS2 disc, put it into a PC, and made it work on a PC, and then made that work yep. on a PS3. That is yep. how. That is how things work. No one at Square Enix went. God, I gotta. I gotta make these pants again. I gotta make these Sora <laughs> pants look better. No, Sora. Exactly. Pa- Sora pants are the same. <laughs> exactly, and it, it was pretty clear that that was sort of the case when Nomura came out in that interview was like, oh, only two guys worked on this. <laughs> it was like, if only two guys are working on this, you can't imagine they did that much. Well, yeah, but it, at the same point, like you were kind of saying, although the way I'm, for at least for Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix, it looks good in the terms of it is going to look like it you remember it looking, but with widescreen support. So it's not going yeah. to look better than you would ever imagine, but at the same point, it's going to be like, oh, hey, like I remember it looking just like this, but if you hold it up next to each other, like, ooh, it's really jaggier. But, yeah. I mean, overall, in terms of, like, the presentation compared to everything, kind of like you're mentioning, Brandon, with, like, the textures and stuff, mm-hmm. it's really it's it's really weird how hit or miss it is, because, like, we've known about it is Riku, Sora, and Ansem all have their... Uh, 3D models used in it, which is mm-hmm. really apparent, but there are some like moments in the game where it's kind of at fault, such as yeah. lip-syncing at some points look really, really rigid, because you can tell these weren't the models it was originally used for, mm-hmm. and other ones like such as like just like Dark Riku's look, is that's Dark Riku's like face and stuff, but the Dark Riku outfit has not been HD'd, so all of his HD textures, and especially his skirt, looks like you can count the pixels, and it's really, with an HD collection that is like 90% sp- Smooth that ten percent stands out even more, but it uh, never, no. but it, ne- but it never really takes away from anything. But it just like if you're kind of just like nitpicking stuff like that, it really like kind of stands out. I'd also want to point out there's like some pretty glaring things in new content, like some of the pieces of the menu. Like I even noticed something kind of small. The if you look in the menu, they actually show a controller that displays all the controls. If you look at the camera settings, even that is pixelated. I'm like, this is a brand new art asset. Why are you importing an asset? Okay, is- I, I actually <laughs> I actually have a reason for that, and it's really stupid, but it's kind of true because the same thing happened with the Metal Gear Solid and Eco HD collections yeah. and stuff. It's because when they're putting. It- all they're doing is repay, re, uh, replacing the JPEG of what the mm. controller looks like, but it has to be at the exact same resolution. So that a JPEG is going to be a PS2 pixel re- resolution stuff like that really yeah. can't be up, uploaded any better. I, I would say yeah, that that is true in, in a lot of the cases. But I mean, honestly, when I was playing, when I play, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts Final Mix uh, using the PC X2 emulator. 
the textures don't look that bad. <laughs> I mean, well, not as bad that, well, as this. Well, because that's doing like what the PS3 does when you put in PS2 or even PS1 games. Or, it doesn't. It, no, it smooths PS3, them. PS3 doesn't do that. Well, no, no, obviously not to an extent of like HD emulators, but I mean, to a base extent, it's like it's doing very intensive smoothing and stuff that HD collections yeah. don't want to do. I think they should have done that. <laughs> okay. Well, and also, like, the, the last little bit for presentation, because this is the one that does it the most, as opposed to um, yeah. all the other ones, is obviously, like you guys have talked about before, like, the orchestrated music. Yes. And I kind of, I really, really like it, and it's nice for, like, your first time playing through it again. I really wish there was an option to, like, switch soundtracks, though. Because some tracks, I feel like, honestly, would work better... Yeah back in their MIDI form than it would orchestrate it. Yes, I would agree. Some of them are, again, hit or miss. Uh, I think it's just the way that they did it. Uh, You know, they they changed... Effectively, a a lot of the songs were played by live instruments, uh, you know, as reference, because they actually went and hired somebody to do it. But... They, They weren't... Some of the tracks aren't very cohesive. It's like they recorded each track basically each uh, MIDI track live and then put them together after the fact. You know what you know what I'm saying? Like they recorded you know, they recorded the strings for this song and then they use synth drums and then they went into Final Cut or, you know, whatever, Garage Band or whatever. And they, they squished the them together again. Tools. They did they didn't <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they they didn't they didn't get people together and record the song as is live altogether, because the thing about physics and sound, sound bounces off of each other, so you can tell if you have a bunch of separate live tracks squished together versus everybody plays together and all the sounds harmonize. There wasn't a lot of harmony in this. I felt it would have been better if they also uh, did a little bit more arranging for live music, because even though the original arrangements are good, I don't think that they sound right to me it's definitely not as good good as like it could have been uh you know compared to if you go to you know play a video game symphony or one of these other you know live orchestra video game uh concerts yeah it's definitely not that quality well, I mean, and, I and obviously, Brandon, like, you haven't really played it, but I, it's kind of odd that it does this. I don't know, like, if you really agree with this, Cheryl, since, like, both of us have beaten it and stuff, but I feel like the music that's orchestrated actually gets a lot better with some of the later levels, and especially in the final world. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's where, like, to me, that's where all the best music comes from. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, even, like, the smaller ones, like, I really was surprised at how much I like Monstro. Like, the Monstro music sounds so yes. much better with actual, like, instruments. Monstro's theme was uh, fully live and fully awesome. <laughs> there was a whale all, in that recording. Yes, there was <laughs> that recording. Uh, so yeah, I would say music musically definitely better than most. I'm hoping for Kingdom Hearts three that they'll just do it right. Get an orchestra, go all get the Tokyo Philharmonica, and just just record it all together. And, and, and for Brandon's sake, just throw Kyle Andre in there, too. Yeah, throw Kyle Andre in there. He, he'd love to do it. Uh, so, uh, moving along, let's talk about the gameplay uh, for Final Mix. Um, there's There were definitely some tweaks uh, with regards to uh, adding in trial and go buttons for certain commands, uh, moving around summons and uh, where that uh, appears in the menu, um, and also the camera. Uh, first, let's talk about the camera, since that's the like pretty the, the most major point of contention in any Kingdom Hearts game is the camera. So, what, what do you guys think about camera in uh, Final Mix? It's horrible because it's still the same camera. From I think it's, no, no, no. It, 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 it just bugged the hell out of me and cost me. 
True. You know, so if, if you if you go back and play the PS2 ones, you will you will wish that you could go up and down. That simple. Yeah. While it's not perfect, up and down on the camera controls is a lifesaver in that game. I play I play it so much better without even going having going up and down with the camera. I yeah. play it so much better uh, with that. Although for real, anyone who's playing this game, or in, I don't know if you guys can attest to this, I mm. so had that moment when I was playing like ha- had my fingers on L2 and R2 like in Kingdom Hearts One. I was like, all right, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to play this game. And I was like. Oh, these buttons are useless now. Never mind. Yeah. I would say uh, something that I did notice, and this isn't something new, but something that I have a new appreciation for uh, that was something that they did in Kingdom Hearts 1 and threw away in Kingdom Hearts 2 for the blowback they got with the camera. Uh, and and I, I just really noticed it now, was that when you lock onto an enemy in Kingdom Hearts, the camera does this thing where it sort of goes down a little bit to give you a lower angle, Good gravy. It makes the scene so much more dynamic looking. I well, really appreciate that. That they Well yeah, it's cuz it's not it like it just goes more. down. It's not like it just goes down. It goes and it angles it slightly to the left or the right depending on the opposite direction of where you're going. Exactly. Yeah. So there's yes. I I prefer that to the Kingdom Hearts 2 camera where it's it's very pulled back. They almost do the opposite where they go up and they look down at Sora. I feel more connected to the action in, in the Kingdom Hearts 1 and, you know, Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, I feel a lot more connected to the action. And that was something that I didn't realize that that was what it was until I actually was studying it, uh, playing it uh, the past few days. And I really do appreciate that. And I wish they'd go back to that because I, I feel like this is a better way of presenting the action uh, than Kingdom Hearts 2 has. I don't know if that attri- is attributed to what causes the problems with the camera, uh, but I do prefer this camera angle as well, opposed to the top. It, it, it is kind of, it's a, it's it's kind a of slight funny, improvement, but it still doesn't help it at all, in my opinion. I mean, to me, I still had that trouble with the camera, especially when there's you know a lot of enemies, very tight spaces, and it's like yeah, the camera. They didn't, especially when you lock on to something, yeah, the camera's going to go haywire. The, they definitely didn't you. change the logic of how the camera works. They just added a different control scheme to it. So it's the same camera, that's for sure. No, no changes to the camera. It's just how you control it now. See, I would say the only real problem with the camera, and this is honestly like one of the biggest problems with Kingdom Hearts 1 in general, is mm. that when it gets to things that are outside the combat, it kind of breaks. Like the game's platforming, yeah. tight platforming in that camera are awful. <laughs> Which yeah. is so weird because you think like in Kingdom Hearts 2 when it's super pulled back, but there's like no platforming in Kingdom Hearts 2. It's like you almost yeah. wish you could like choose, like press select to, to like bring the camera super close or super far away. Yeah, or if it would just recognize, oh, this is one of the five or ten platforming bits. Let me, the video game programmer, put the camera in the place where it looks best by default. You know, there's not that many of these. Let's put it in the spot that it works. You know? We got hippos. We got climbing on towers. We uh, got yeah, we got vine swinging. Basically, oh, yeah, vine get, swinging. get rid of the Tarzan level. <laughs> get rid of Deep Jungle. We don't need it. I, uh, I love yeah. how people are like, guys, we might lose the Tarzan level. Disney doesn't have the rights. Oh, yeah. You know that Tarzan level that no one liked? And the yeah. only reason we remember it is because, oh, my God, F that boss fight. Yeah. It yeah, does have a really touching fight. scene with Donald and Sora, though. And I do <laughs> no, yeah, that is true. That, uh, w- and which you, is and like, you get Cure, which is like, that's, yeah, that's the reason why you have to play ever. through that <laughs> level, just oh. to get Cure. The, that moment you get Cure, it's like, thank you, God. It's I've never needed game. a spell more. Yeah, especially playing on proud mode. 
like that is just oh actually okay, I gotta I gotta bring this up like a lot of people don't even know this but is anyone going to do a zero XP run no never <laughs> see no. I am but I'm kind of mad like I I knew it was in the HD collection like they actually yeah. added a new ability so now yeah, you can play new. through the whole game this wasn't in, in any of the versions you can play through the whole game on level one and never level up but <sighs> while it actually and it actually it do, and it actually does mess with the game's code and make some of the bosses more rebalanced so it is doable. Because it wouldn't have been doable before, you have to play the game on proud mode for it, which makes no sense. It's yeah, like why yeah. would you a have to play the most difficult one and then make it harder? Like I would enjoy, do- <laughs> like I would always enjoy doing that in other games, but on like beginner or maybe normal mode. Yeah, not sure. I'm guessing it's, uh, you know, it's it's the uh, I don't know, the lemon in the wound or the salt in the wound. <laughs> You have to have the wound first. I wouldn't even try <laughs> or, to or else it's just lemon. Not with not with that camera. Not in prod mode either. So <laughs> it's it's getting through prod mode itself with that camera is a challenge and yeah. doing it with with level one is even could be more ridiculous. Okay, so those criticisms aside, what would you give Kingdom Hearts Final Mix's H D uh re release? Because it's not a remake. What would you give it out of ten? Uh Churro, we'll start with you. I would give it an eight out of ten. 8 out of 10, sounds good. And Spencer? I would give it an 8. Like, I've been kind of, because I haven't finished my review, but I have to say, like, after having spent more and more time with it, it should, for all, like, reasons, be an 8. But with this, like, all the stuff it adds with the HD and the Final Mix version, it's a (laughs) 9 just out of terms of, like, if you like this, you're not going to give up for the stupid things we gripe about because we're fans, we're going to gripe about it. Yeah, exactly. But the amount of content in that first game is so staggering. Mm -hmm. Like, just content alone, like, that one game is, like, almost worth the 40 bucks. I True. mean, for me, it's like just for me, it's just a little bit of issues that they could have addressed, and because there was issues in the Japanese version that carried over to the English version, which they didn't even try to fix. And it's like, you know, well, you guys, it was a what a six month gap between the Japanese version and the U.S. version, and it's like you could have had all that time to try to patch at least some of these up, but you guys kind of didn't, especially the audio droppings, the delay in input, the camera, the um, freezing, the crashing, and it's like, all these could have been fixed, but none of them, apparently it wasn't fixed, so that's why I gave it an 8 out of 10. I think those are both fair points, which brings me to my score, which is an 8.5 out of 10. (laughs) Way to pick pick the neutral route there, Brian. The neutral route, but honestly, that is what I was going to go with. Uh, either way. Uh, Final Mix is my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, it's my favorite version of my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, I I would say that Kingdom Hearts Final Mix is easily, a, was a 9 for me. I think uh, the issues or the lack of uh, for me, since I've since I've already played Final Mix in HD, in effect, it's not that big a deal for me. So I can't honestly recommend it uh, the same as I would recommend Final Mix uh, back when I first played it. Um, but I do think it's definitely worth a play. It's my favorite Kingdom Hearts game, so eight point five all the way. Right, so I gotta I gotta ask real quick because mm-hmm. we did we yeah. did kind of miss the the big thing in the room. We I know we're kind of like taking a while on this, but I think we should go by real quick. What do okay. we all think of the triangle button being added? Because it's either people love it or hate it. I think it's good. I think it breaks some of the uh, some of the combat because uh, triangle button, for whatever reason, they left it as the uh, call for help command. Also, so yeah, I was bring that up too. It's like sometimes you might end up hitting a, using ability rather than using a, it to call for help or bring back down on Gooby to you. So you might end up yeah and wasting appara- something when you yeah. Apparently, there's to. a. Uh, 
there's the uh, the green mushroom uh, that was added in uh, Final Mix that normally you would do. I forget what it was. I think you hit it in the air. Yeah, you uh, have to, now you have to stop it. Uh, the yeah, blue, the blue, the blue, and you have to hit in the air. The, this one is you would stop it, and you would just hit it as much as you could until stop was over. And the big thing was and you if get Donald a combo. or Goofy, yeah. And but since so most people would use Ragnarok and then get all the little hits to count as like points. And mm-hmm. I think the main topic was either ninety nine or a hundred. But then Donald and Goofy hits would count against it. That's the only real big gripe against it outside of accidentally hitting it, which I feel is yeah. such a minor thing because it's like not everyone like, and you don't even have to. It's like it just makes your percents go from a hundred percent to like sixty. Yeah. I honestly think that could that's another thing that just it could have been mitigated by I mean the R2 button isn't being used for anything right now so I mean there was no reason to keep both of those things on the triangle button I think it was just an oversight uh, so it's just another thing to keep in mind it's a little little game breaking but not it's definitely nothing major uh, but it does break uh, one of the uh, fights a little bit but but right. overall but overall it is much better than having to press up and then X oh yeah oh yeah oh, for yeah. everything definitely. definitely. Uh, so yeah, moving along to Re-Chain of Memories. I haven't played too much of it, but I did get uh, to see the two things that I needed to see to make sure to see how they changed it. Uh, but let's start with presentation. Uh, uh, whoever wants to take presentation, uh, start it. I, I guess I will, since I've Go been a, playing it the most recently and for the sides of it, have <laughs> played it the most in general. Um, it's really interesting in terms of presentation. I actually find this more interesting to an extent than Final Mix due to the fact that <clears throat> it's, it's weird. <laughs> well, yeah, that and the fact that it's not using the Dream Drop Distance character models, and yep. also it's just this is what a, like a really basic HD port of everything is because like we've talked about yes. before, nothing has been nothing gameplay wise has been added to it except small character cards which were in the first game anyways, but instead of Kingdom Hearts two Final Mix cards are now just Organization thirteen members, mm-hmm. which is which is really weird, but like at the same point it's like that's such like forgettable stuff because most people didn't even know that was in there to begin with and they don't even affect the game that greatly but kind of going into presentation of everything else though it's like the character models look really like they look good but when you after because most people probably play Final Mix first and then play this they look really bad compared to like because those are the original Kingdom Hearts 1 models it's like Sora is super jaggy like any of the cutscenes when like especially when it's not their detailed face and it's that face we all know that's like kind of looking face it's like those faces are just super bad to like watch but yeah I would say actually those aren't uh, the original original models, uh, they did change them in uh, Recom when they were first did it, and uh, they basically made him more Asian, and he looks very weird, and he has weird lips. Okay, He's, okay, yeah. So to it, me, it's, I it's think basically of him as the lip thing model. that they use in Kingdom. It's like the Kingdom Hearts two skeleton, but with the Kingdom Hearts one act. Yeah, yeah. But except yeah. a little bit different Asian looking face. If that doesn't sound yes. too racist. Yes. Also, which is kind of really weird, and I always spot it because I think it's funny. Uh, the opening movie, not the uh, not the one with uh, I think they have simple and clean in it. I forgot. Not the, not the uh, glorified AMV, which summarizes Kingdom Hearts one. But when they actually get to the uh, Rechain of Memories opening, uh, that opens up with the uh, Sora and Donald running through the field, and Marluxia comes out of nowhere. That whole scene, uh, that's basically the same recording from the Game Boy Advance, uh, just in HD. Uh, so that one still has the original Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora, the actual original one from Kingdom Hearts 1, 
uh, I still find it find it funny that he gets to come along for the ride well, in this HD version. It's, it's super weird because like no one I know has really brought this up mm-hmm. because you don't really you don't really meant, like notice um, that the Game Boy Advance scenes look very different from the rest of the game's cutscenes in yeah. the PS2 version. But in this one, it looks really apparent because any yes. Game Boy Advance scene instantly has twice as many jaggy character edges as any of the other cutscenes. And that's when you realize they didn't redo any of them. They just up them all instead yes. of having to put them onto a GBA file. Yes. And it's super weird that they didn't change that because, like, there are some moments in Reaching of Rivers where it just looks so lazy. But, but, I mean, it's like, honestly, it's like in an HD collection, it's like this is the one game that, like, no one needs, but it's really nice to have in there because, A, Europe Agreed. didn't get it, and, B... Not a lot of people played the GBA one, and see, it's a really good story that you need to know if you're a fan of the series. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I think overall presentation, it's sort of color by the book. You know, it's it's pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, you yeah, know. No, exactly. It's not not a big change. You know, because basically, like Spencer said, it almost feels like a straight HD port. It's yep, like straight port. They just took. Like the you know the retina memory models from the PS2, it just pretty much upgrades everything. Yeah. It's just the least amount of you know work put to it. You know, it's just it's weird because it's like it's the one title where it just gets ignored by a lot of people. You know? Yeah, but fair so enough. I mean, it was the last PS2 Kingdom Hearts game, so it didn't really need that much because it it definitely it still looks great. I think it looks better than. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, even just by virtue of it was newer, it had better textures to begin with, it had better models, uh, so it didn't really need the same kind of love and attention that Kingdom Hearts Final Mix did, uh, but, I don't know, you can tell that uh, the cutscenes are still videos, as opposed to being rendered in real time, <laughs> which was weird on the PS2, because it wasn't like the cutscenes were breaking new ground in visual effects. Yeah, it was a late PS2 game. It was like, like we had moments in God of War 2 that lo- like came out the year before that looked better than yeah. this 2008 title. Which, honestly, I mean, the game released at 30 bucks. It was a budget game anyways. Yeah, I just found it weird that it was in video. So I can definitely say when I was, uh, even if I was an emulator, uh, it wouldn't improve the quality of the cutscenes because those are videos and those just stretch. They don't re-render. Uh, these seem to be rendered in 720p, uh, so they're a little bit better. I think they might have re-rendered them or up or just upraised well, them. It, they were they were rendered in 720, but then upscaled to 1080. Yes, yeah, that's re- it. Definitely the looks that way. Yeah, it definitely looks that way. But the game when you actually play the game, uh, the game uh, is in 1080. So when you're actually playing in the worlds and fighting card oh, battles, there's, there's, there's actually a great moment where like they they even like got you could really tell they got lazy. Like I I would bet my life on it that this was the last game they worked on because there are literally moments where in the game it cuts off where the widescreen support should be in terms of like where characters <laughs> will pop in and in yeah. cutscenes where like flashbacks will happen where the flashback will be in four four by three aspect ratio. Yeah, and like come on. So yeah, uh, the the I think that pretty much covers presentation. They didn't change the music. Uh, gameplay wise, I mean, honestly, they didn't really change anything. They didn't really change much besides just the cards. That's yeah. So there are a couple card editions. So yeah, I think that pretty much really not a huge difference. So I think since since it wasn't that big of a difference, how would you rate uh, Chain of Memories uh, HD port? I guess we could call it <laughs> same same score eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. It's just it's just really basic. I mean it's you I mean it's 
like you said, a straight HD port didn't really change much. I mean, if if I had to give you know the original Reaching the Memories a score, it would have been eight out of ten as well. So yeah, pretty much agreed. nothing much. And Spencer, what what would you give uh, Reaching the Memories port? Uh, I'd have to go eight eight out of ten as well because as like much as we kind of like harp on as just being like this is the most strict age like lazy thing out of the collection lazy or not it's a still really well put together game that kind of going back to what i said with kingdom hearts one it's like this is a huge game it has like two campaigns worth of stuff and it's like in and especially if you're a completionist it is even like more replay value than even like final mix i mean not not more but almost on the exact same level as final mix if you're really hardcore but just uh it is you really have to like that card battle system, which I know people either h- love or hate. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm going to give it a little bit of a lower score because I find it exceptionally lazy. And, and basically, I have two big political campaigns. When it comes to those re-recorded cutscenes, I really was hoping that they would have put in some effort, made those real-time, and they didn't, and that was disappointing. The PS3 could definitely handle those cutscenes in real-time, but they did... Elected not to do so, um, so I have to give it a seven out of ten. I still think it's a solid game. I would say I give the game an eight out of ten, uh, but this port I would give a seven out of ten, even though technically it's a little bit better. Uh, and finally, uh, going into the three five eight over two days cinematic experience, <laughs> whatever Pretty it is, much. I don't call it a movie. Don't call. I it would a movie. call it an interactive book. That's. A, I feel yeah. like that's a good way to good way because i did almost as much reading as i did watching so i think i'll start this one off uh i actually literally uh before writing this outline i had just finished it i watched the entire thing start to finish uh and i would say the fact that it is not a movie and it is not a movie i will admit that it is not a movie the fact that it is not a movie i think that is the worst part about it uh and the reason being is that uh three five over two days this experience it has all the right information. It has all the information that you need, but is not put in a way that is engaging or effective at conveying the story that it's trying to tell. It, the best analogy, and I was trying to come up with an analogy while I was watching it and being bored by it, but the best analogy I could come up with is if you laid out all the ingredients of a cake on a table, that's kind of what 358 over two days is, but without actually making the cake. You know, it's all the right pieces are there, but they don't really put it together in a proper fashion. So it, it, in effect, you do not get what it's trying to do. So it's not really conveying the story properly. I can't stay engaged with it. It's really boring. Towards the end, the cutscenes are great. So, But I it, mean, feel, it kind of feels like with your cake metaphor, it feels like mm-hmm. the frosting outline of a cake with none of the actual cake. Yes, yes. Because then, 80% but, of that game is gone. Exactly. That, that, and that brings up another good point. In terms of pacing... Uh, the the best type of pacing is when it's undulating and not constantly in one sort of direction. So when you play a game, in general, the action, the part that you actually play, is the more more exciting part of it. So when they bring in cutscenes, it's to sort of tone you back. When this is all cutscenes, it's kind of like if mom only gave you broccoli on your plate and <laughs> this is only the broccoli or if it was a cake going back to the cake metaphor you were it's you, just Brandon, you were cake. an analogy master <laughs> it's just the cake and not the frosting <laughs> or just like just like the you know you know how you bake the cake but then you don't put anything on it it's just exactly there. i, so I honestly just think plain. and that's why i think had this been a movie and had it been tied together with 
action scenes and maybe some clearer narration and not jumping around and only including the scenes that were necessary. I think they could have made a more engaging product. I don't think this product is good or serving to 358 over two days. I think the game does a better job at telling the story than this, even though it's a 100% story, which is ironic, but I do think that is the case uh, because it is not a movie. This is a big mess of stuff. And... I mean it I mean I I would give him an A for effort for pretty much redoing the game for this collection but you know it just uh, seems that they have a lot to learn with it. I, I would honestly say the fact that they've even though I'm saying that what they have here isn't necessarily a great product, I totally agree with you Churro. This was not an easy undertaking. They animated 3 hours of cutscene. Animation takes forever. I would definitely not knock them for what they've done. I think it's how it was presented. The fact that it wasn't a movie and it wasn't glued together. It, it didn't, weird it because didn't flow like, right. Because it's weird because it's like it's, it's when they marketed like I mean at some points they would market it as a movie some market mm-hmm. it as a cinematic experience and it's like those two are way two different things. Because mm-hmm. like when you say movie people expect you know from start to it's finish It's a coherent story yes. And it's, but like it's... now but like but the only thing for me with the presentation of this is just that you would watch a cutscene then you then you know, you have to sit there and read, read, mm-hmm. and then go to another cutscene, and then it's just they, they just should have just made the entire thing a movie rather than skip the the interactive journal that they exactly. put in there. And it's like, like you said about missing some important parts. You know, like because a lot of one of the complaints I've seen a lot of people say about Days is just that they took a, a lot out of the action scenes, like the fight scene, especially the mm-hmm. main final boss scene. Yeah, it's exactly. like that is. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa! There was know, a the boss. I thought you just walked out on air and then passed out, <laughs> and then exactly. somehow Shion just passed out. <laughs> exactly, because they missed out. Shion was secretly like, a narcoleptic. It all makes sense now. <laughs> I mean, if. Square Enix, because like you know how Nomura originally said that Days was was they had original plans to make it into a game, mm-hmm. but due to you know budget and time, they just had to deal with this instead. So it's like and two and two least, men working on one game. Yeah. Exactly, they could have at least um, animated some fight scenes, you know, that show exactly. the show the the beginning and the end of it, rather than just skip it out entirely and make people wonder what the hell went was going on, you know. Yeah, I would also say uh, some of the cutscenes are pretty clearly from the DS version. Uh, okay, thank you. I, I've, been, I've been waiting <laughs> to like bring that up because, like we said, I, yeah. if we thought the Game Boy Advance ones, you, you can tell because I was watch, I watched Days first just because this was seemed mm-hmm. like it'd be the yeah, most this new, the new content thing, yeah. exactly. And I was just watching this like the opening cutscene is the same DS opening cutscene. It's yep. like the same because like. At least with like rechain of memories, while there is not a lot of actually a lot of cutscenes and voice acting, they mm-hmm. at least got everyone to come in, and there are not reused yeah. voices outside of some of the Disney World's battle noises. But like with this, it's like, well, yes, you guys are bringing up okay, it's three hour, it's like almost three hours of movie. You have to you have to mention this. It's actually about an hour of new content. They made it mm-hmm. an hour of new things. The rest of it is up-red stuff. Nothing was revoiced, which I thought... I really wish they would have, like, revoiced everything because there are a few moments and days, like, where the cutscenes just kind of have legitimately bad voice acting moments. Yeah. 
And, like, the cutscenes that they did make, some of them were cool and, like, gave us more of a look uh, to at the organization's life that we didn't get, as well mm-hmm. as some of, like, Axel's moments that we don't really get to see, or Shion's moments that we don't really get to see, instead of it just being focused on Roxas. Mm-hmm. But it's so all over the place in terms of what it wants to show you new, mm-hmm. that this really isn't... Days isn't a bad thing to have added in there. Agreed. But the way they marketed it was very poor, and what it really comes down to is, at least in my opinion, this like this version of Days that they put in the HD collection is only if you are a diehard fan, have played 358 over two days before, and mm. just want to see basically a clip notes version with a few additions that you've not gotten to see before in that kind of detail before. Anything else, Pretty anyone much. anyone new should not ever touch Days. Because it'll well, not make any sense. they should touch it, but don't expect them to know everything that happened. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Especially those who don't want to buy a Nintendo DS in the game. Basically, it's like you said, it's pretty much what, like, how you summed it up is pretty much how my thoughts on it. Except change, you know, don't touch days, but touch days, but just don't expect you to know everything that happened. Well, well I would honestly say know people, everything people, that people should happened, still play YouTube the DS videos game. Or play the game yourself. Yeah. I would also say uh, there, there's a little bit of... Uh, just inherent sequelitis uh, in in days when you do play it chronologically, uh, it does sort of defeat the purpose of Kingdom Hearts two a little bit. Uh, a lot of the if you are intended to play these games in chronological order, you will ruin many of the big reveals. Of yeah, Kingdom like, Hearts. It's kind of the, like if you Kingdom if you Hearts watch 2, the Star Wars, Sora will seem like a yeah. complete moron for the first three fourths of the game. If you play this, if you watch the Star Wars prequels first, you already know that Darth Vader is uh, Luke Skywalker's father, and you know you ruin all the big all the big plot points uh, by doing it that way. And I don't know why they decided to write Days this way, uh, but I think it's kind of strange to include it in 1.5, even though chronologically that's where it fits. Uh, Plot-wise, that's not where it fits. It assumes you've played Kingdom Hearts 2. So it's kind of strange. Uh, but I would say uh, I did I did enjoy it towards the end because it does get better towards the end. Uh, the, you know, the, the cutscenes, I mean, just naturally, the story got better in days. Uh, I will admit, I still I still weird. cried even after seeing the ending. It's like, yep. Kingdom Hearts games have this, like, horrible disease on me that mm-hmm. there is one song and one, <laughs> at least one cutscene, one song and one cutscene that I'll play, that I will just start to tear up that, that I just impulsively can't stop, and it just happens. And, like, I had the exact same moment happen in the HD version, like, towards the end when after, uh, like, at Xion's death, like, just that song... And like her disappearing, oh, like always is the exact same thing. I thought a- after that kind of moment, it was like, okay, th- this wasn't a total waste, and it really isn't. It's just if you can kind of tell, like this is just the laziest out of all of them, which is sad because this should be the thing that had the most potential to like surprise surprises, yeah. really. Even though really, I, I, hesit- I hesitate to cause it. I hesitate to call it lazy, just because you know, an hour, two hours, however much animation that they actually did, that's not anything I could call lazy. You know, that is a lot of work. Okay, all right, yeah. I I I guess in terms of how they were presenting it it together, how how it was put together, I think that was lazy. The fact that it was cutscene, okay, show a transition to another day, uh, maybe show some text on the screen. I think presentation-wise, I think that was definitely lazy. What did you anyways, guys think of the new voice acting, though? Because there is actually some good. new voice acting. I will I say, good. Did, did anyone find it weird that some of the characters sounded very different from even their Kingdom Hearts 2 
like days of recording because like God, what Kingdom Hearts yeah. two? Like, yeah, they brought back voice actors that were at least seven years old that hadn't done anything. Yeah, yeah, it's like Dimnix sounds real different, <laughs> but it's the same guy. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed Jesse. Jesse just made, you know, Roxas from a, you know, somebody who was like I call him zombie because he's like cool, new he to the is. world, doesn't know his presence to his changing personality towards the end. You know, mm-hmm. Jesse really has become Roxas. You know, it's like I don't think anybody else in the world can ever play Roxas. Yeah, one and thing then, that you I know, will... we all know, Quentin, yeah. Quentin can play Axel. You oh, know, oh, he, he, ma- no he makes he him. makes that whole like days cutscenes all of his all of his new stuff is just so great especially with Syax and and I and I still give props to Allison Stoner who really took Shion and you know made her slightly you know better character than Not, what she ended up being in the 90, game 90 90% I still can't I still can't watch that f- after the fight with her and Riku where she just screams awkwardly <laughs> that, is, that is just the. I don't know yeah. about you guys, but just that after uh, he's just walking away, she's like, Ugh! just that. It's just like that's it's so that's awkward. our Final Fantasy X laughing scene. It we is. all need one. <laughs> I really wanted one. them to get rid of that scene. Whereas the Final Fantasy X laughing scene is funny and actually makes sense. It's just yeah. like her character. Just the first time she shows emotion, it should be a yeah. really deep moment because this is her as someone who's been told her whole life has no emotions to just give out this lifeless shrill it's just like okay no thanks yeah oh well so anyways uh since we're running low on time uh let's give our scores uh for three five eight over two days i'll since i started us off i'll give mine honestly i would give it a six out of ten uh just because of how it was put together uh but i did i did enjoy it towards the end but as a whole i have to give it a six out of ten yeah, that's pretty much the same thing. I mean, it was, you know, it, I appreciate the efforts, of mm-hmm. what they did with the game, but the way it was presented and the way it was marketed to people, it's just, an, it, it could have been a lot better, yeah, but it just, definitely. I think, to, I don't want to say drop the ball, but I think they kind of did drop the ball with this one. Yeah. So I have to give it a 6 out of 10. And Spencer? I like that I was the most negative, but I'm going to have to say, like I was saying, if you're new, you don't, you aren't really going to be very open to this, but as a fan, there are things that are enjoyable about it, and you will kind of enjoy going back to this, like, classic story, like, whether you feel about it or not, and I felt it was good, and while it was really flawed in a lot of places, I would say it wasn't ever insulting to a point that I would have to give it a six, so I'd say a seven, like a very low seven. Gotcha. So, uh, I think that brings us to the end of uh, our review segment, which was extra, extra long, but it was was three games. Um, so let's, uh, let's move along to our burning question segment. All right, so uh, our burning question uh, from last show was uh, what you think. Uh, basically, we wanted to know what you guys thought uh, was going to happen at the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, so I got this uh, response from Emily Noel Murphy. And if you're wondering why I have your entire name, I got this response from Facebook. Uh, and this was this is your real name. so And I decided to put your old name in there because it's kind of cute. So. 900, <laughs> 900 friend requests. 900 friend requests. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't, don't, bother, don't, don't bother, Emily. Okay, so anyway. I'd say Kingdom Hearts 2.5 will be announced. Maybe a localization and uh, of Kingdom Hearts Key... And I'm not expecting much uh, about Kingdom Hearts 3. I agree wholeheartedly because um, looking at their TGS website, Kingdom Hearts Key is definitely on that list. And mm-hmm. Square Enix has been, you know, updating, you know, that game 
adding a lot of content to it. So either it's even though it's at a Japanese event, what are the chances of them announcing a localization for yeah. you know for the game? I don't. I think chances are slim, but I think it's just more announcements of updating the game in general. Yeah, and I, I would year, say that's probably more along the lines. I don't think they'll announce localization, but they're going to announce more content. I mean, it's an ongoing exactly. Thing. Well, well actually, then, uh, last year. Oh yeah, sorry. You go. Uh, no, keep. If you're going to talk about Kingdom Hearts, keep. Oh, no, yeah, keep, about Kingdom Hearts. There's actually been kind of an interesting um, topic going around, like the different like Kingdom Hearts fan sites for, for a while. It's just that, the, like how they did with recoded putting Kingdom Hearts Mobile on that is there's a uh, is people are thinking that it would actually make a lot of sense with how much content they've been putting in and Nomura hinting at uh, Kingdom Hearts Key being brought into the official like canon universe is that it mm-hmm. might be included on 2.5 as well in in some yeah. sort of like neutered form but at least that way people on consoles would be able to play it yeah it'd be interesting to see how they would handle it. Uh, so as far as the other things she talked about, she also mentioned uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.5. I think that's pretty much pretty much it's pretty, pretty much, much a dead ringer. Given I'm last positive year, 1.5 so. was was actually a, I don't want to say a surprise. It was more like it was a surprise, but because, we, we like, knew it was an we on knew their was official coming. TGS site. Yeah. But it's like from people who attended the event were saying that it was you know they were showing like the trailers in HD and like. Yeah. That's that's what gave it off. So more likely, they'll probably have a trailer for two point five being shown off, yeah. and then the their teaser site will probably be put up on the same day as you know yeah. TGS starts. They better they better year. learn their lesson from last year's TGS because that was a cluster cuss from like when Kingdom Hearts. Remember Chiro when Kingdom Hearts one point five was announced? Everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're remaking Days. Days is gonna yeah. be remade." And that tr- like quote unquote translation was just flying around everywhere. It's like when they announce well, this game, if they're doing any mobile ports, they better show that mobile port gameplay. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, that's that was the thing, though. Like, I mean, they saw Days in there, and everybody thought it was a remake of Days, but, like, nobody knew, really knew so much information because, you know, there wasn't a lot of information to go by, not even from the teacher site, until it actually opened up. So it wasn't Well, really... and all, honestly, because, like, Nomura was saying that they planned on remaking it, I wouldn't even... I, like, I, I give them a lot of crap about it, but they probably even had a slim chance of it being remade at that point. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, it was a... His first intention was to remake it as a game, but then it just had a, ended up with currently with what it is. So at least we know this time it probably won't be. You know, it'll probably be the same result as 1.5 with recoded getting you know HD cinematic cutscenes instead. Yeah, and as far as yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 goes, I would agree with her that you shouldn't expect much. But I think I know it's it's really tough. I think they will show something new, but it's it's definitely not going to be. Don't expect a big. don't expect a big trailer. Don't ex- that's yeah. That's I, th- I think that they'll probably show the more likely show because since uh, a Japan uh, Japanese event hasn't shown this trailer that was unveiled yeah. at E three, I think they'll still show this trailer, but maybe yeah, maybe an interview with Famitsu Nomura will probably say a little something new. I think if they if they are going to show need. a trailer, it'll definitely be this, and if they're going to show anything else, it'll be the trailer that we've already seen. Plus maybe another scene, maybe another like ten, I don't know, twenty seconds of new footage. But that's about it. Uh, I don't know when we'll see. Be maybe by E three we'll see actual in-game footage. But I- I'm not keeping my hopes up right now. Uh, and plus, you know, D twenty three event is also in October. Um, and Jump so, Festa in December. And Jump Festa in December. So there's definitely uh, more venues. I think Kingdom Hearts three is going to be drug kicking and screaming to every event because it really shouldn't be at any events right now 
It's great uh, that they yeah, bring the murder to every event, and every interview is like, yeah, it's, it's really far off. Oh, man, where do we get to see it next? Uh, we, we really don't have that much. To, Come on, let's go see what's more. Guys, just <laughs> let me breathe. I'm on two games. I'm one no, man. Like I said, I so it'll just be buckles. maybe a couple quick notes in an interview, or maybe yeah. a screenshot, or maybe a new, like Brandon said, an extended clip with, like, extra ten seconds of footage. Yeah, so we'll have just to, to see. keep the fans hyped. Yeah. We'll have to see what they do. Uh, I would say keep expectations low. Maybe we'll be surprised. And surprise, the game's, game's coming out tomorrow. No one, no one expected it. PS4's not even out. It's coming out tomorrow. For the Sega know. Saturn. For the Sega Saturn. <laughs> you couldn't expect it, but we reinvented the wheel. Uh, the Sega Saturn can now play PS4-quality games. That's what took so long. We were doing gar- dark magic. But anyway, uh, the burning question for next show uh, is... What do you speculate about Kingdom Hearts 3? And this counts for story, worlds, characters, anything. Fanfic? (laughs) Not fanfic, but what do you think is actually going in the game, stories, characters, worlds, with respect to what's going to be announced at TGS and D23? Because D23 is actually going to happen before we record, so we can talk about both in the next show, which is awesome. Yay. Yay. So anyway, uh, moving on to the question segment uh spencer or i think churro churro you're the one taking it take it yes i am somebody take it. all right i'll take it this is from cage crazy 14 and they write uh do you guys think that square enix should have saved la city des clotes the city of bells for cage 3 and what do you what did you think of the world i personally sort of was disappointed because i thought it would be a lot bigger and that we would get frollo as a for a boss battle before you say anything i know there's only so much you can put on a ds hardware wise all right cage crazy do not ever go into a game expecting, like, things to be, like, limited due to hardware. That's never a good way to, like, go into something. Also, in terms of if they should have saved it, I think it would have been cool. And also, it's like, it's Kingdom Hearts. The game is known for reusing worlds. We're more than likely going to go back to the City of Bells. And I, and I wouldn't even be surprised because, like, the Kingdom Hearts 3D team is like, commented on the fact that one of the biggest disappointments was that world because it's like... Every world made sense in terms of its, like, like lack of people. Like, whether it be, like, well, it's filled with enemies, so that kind of makes sense for the population. But a sprawling, like, city. And the areas were actually pretty open. But the reason they feel mm-hmm. so small is because no one is there but you and invisible enemies that don't pop up until you're by them. This is true. And uh, I would also say, um, I- I'm not sure that they will. But uh, if they don't, it's because... Of the golden age of Disney movies, I would say, uh, despite some criticism that I'll probably get from fans, this was probably not their shining point. Honestly, uh, th- this was also the team that I that did Pocahontas, Pocahontas, and Hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm sorry to say it, fanboys, fangirls, they weren't that great compared to all the '90s. Blasphemy! I'll just throw it out there. Everyone it's not hates blasphemy. forever. It is true. It is true. It, it was. It was the same people. You can't it say it's great. true. That's your opinion. It's true. It is not true. It's true. <laughs> I would say quality-wise, they weren't that great. Animation-wise, excellent. I'm not saying animation's any worse, but story-wise, not that great. Also, shame Pocahontas. on you. How dare you want to beat up old men as a boss fight? You probably yes. <laughs> get hit once and be like, oh, I'm stop, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I think it would be maybe interesting, but honestly, I don't think they will do it. Well, just think about it. With the new, like, uh, world filter on each thing, so Sorrow and Donald Goofy would have a different outfit and look to each world, they could all be hideously grotesque versions of themselves and just be, like, <laughs> mutated and just like, oh my god. 
Uh, is this is this Hunchback or the X Men? I can't tell. Anyway. It's actually both. It's both because Marvel the rights. No. Yes. I I mean it was it was nice for them to include in Cage 3D. I yeah. mean it they had to do something with bringing new worlds in and exactly. And I personally didn't. I mean. I, I was, you know, kind of eh about the world to begin with. I mean, mm. it was nice for them to show it off in the original Cage 3D trailer. You know, it was kind of nice for them to yeah. tease that. But I think it's, you know, it's that world is, you know, done. It's, you know, hopefully they focus on other worlds instead. Yeah, I think I think there's other properties that they can focus on. I will say... Cause, I mean, because I just hate having mm-hmm. to keep going back to the same world over and over again. And it's like, we've yeah. had that enough with... Agraball, you know, Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah. And it's, Traverse like, it's, time, Town. it's time to move on from those, you know, yeah. let those worlds be at peace or whatever they call it in Kingdom Hearts. Seal yeah. the keyhole for good. <laughs> yeah, just just don't connect that world anymore. So anyways, uh, that brings us to the end of our show. Sad news. But not for too long. But yeah, kind of. Uh, so we moving on into our music segment. Our music uh, for this show is Shion's theme by uh, someone called Kumo, I guess. Really, Brandon? Uh, her... You heard? You heard? I just admitted I can't not cry to that song. I know. And you that's put why it I say into this episode. <laughs> we had to we had to bring it. He, he to wanted to. See, he wanted to see your tears again. Yeah, Download, actually, downloading this episode will also come with one individual tear exclusive for my teardrops. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, everyone. Uh, I will say this one will likely cause tears. I was listening to it before, and man, coming straight off of watching uh, 358 uh, and listening to this, the lyrics, good gravy do they hit home. Like, they're, they're not, like, generic lyrics. They're pretty strong and pretty clear, and it sounded like they just had played it because... I don't know. It was just fresh in my head, and it totally clicked with me. So I thought this would be awesome. So yes, there are lyrics. Uh, Kumo does sing for this. Um, uh, you can find this if you want to find it on YouTube. Uh, the user uh, that uploaded this is Cloud Doll Kira Kira, and Kira that's Kira Kira. If you're uh, into Death Note, Kira Kira is the Japanese automatopoeia for glitter, glitter. If you don't want, if you knew, didn't know. I found that out yesterday. <laughs> and this is this has been your KHU Weeaboo Power Hour fact. Hope you exactly. enjoyed that. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. Anyways, you know. the next Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the fifteenth of October. Uh, you guys can subscribe to us, uh, the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast, on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we're number one. Yay. Yay. And of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Churro KH2.co.uk. All right, guys. That time again. Gotta say that goodbye. Thanks, Salt Snake. That was. <laughs> we had a lot of fun review with Tearing Apart Kingdom Hearts HD 1.1 yeah. Remix. Yeah. Guys, I, I, I will we say. Be- question now, though. Bef- after, before after we all go. Said and done. Before we, we go, we we all love Kingdom Hearts 1.5, right? Yeah, we do. Okay, I so do. I us mean, tearing just, it apart. Just, we, well, that's, we we're so critical. We're so critical on it because we love it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, it's like so no one, no one criticizes the the pretty girl. Obviously, <laughs> no, no, no. But let me let me just say this real quick. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix is obviously, to me, in my opinion, the best HD remaster that's out there on the market right now. Exactly. It, it, so it's what, at least tied with the not. Metal Gear and uh, the Metal Gear uh, part in terms of like content and quality. Exactly. So what we were discussing today was more nitpick. So I just want everyone to understand we did love it. You guys should go get as it. Fans, it's awesome. As fans, as fans, we have to be nitpicky. Exactly. We have to give our honest opinion and. 
Uh, if anything, we can point back to this episode to prove that we're not blind fanboys <laughs> that will <laughs> that have no uh, true opinions, and everything Square Enix does is gold. Uh, we, we 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 can be honest too. So if anything, I mean, I mean, at, le- at least until their check clears, <laughs> then we'll make another episode saying, "Whoo, that game." 10 out of 10. Well, I, don't, I don't know about you. They don't pay me. But if they want to send me Kingdom Hearts well, well, right where, now, Where's your review? That'd be cool. Write a review. <laughs> Those checks will start flying in. Right, Chiro? Uh, yeah. I'm still waiting for mine. I haven't got mine for Case 3D yet. Oh, I just got mine today. <laughs> literally the size of my door. Giant novelty-sized <laughs> checks for Kingdom Hearts reviews. Just start I doing can, them, guys. I, Spencer, are you sure that check does not have my name on it? It, it did say Spencer slash food item. <laughs> I assume that's okay, what well, they knew hey, I was well, going to use it for. Well, yeah. at least rip it in half and send the other half to me. Okay, I'll send my. I'll, I'll send you the one with the name on it. Mine will have the one with the numbers on it. Sounds well, good. Well, well, my name will have the number in, but written out instead of the number. <laughs> okay. Number. Just... Hey, 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 guys. Let's go play Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh my god, that game looks <laughs> so pretty. I heard there's dogs humping it. I can't wait. <laughs> Great. Okay, so uh, we gotta go play Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, goodbye, goodbye, so everybody. Okay, say goodbye. goodbye go, guys. go read me and Cheryl's reviews because we worked hard on those. You know, we did. We played a lot of hours. And okay, sorry. Hard. Never mind. You're right, Churro. I worked really hard. Churro wrote a couple paragraphs. I worked real hard. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> and anyway, I'm Brandon saying goodbye, and this has been a TweaksMusic.com and KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. to be